Family from the Heart, episode number 66. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. I am Cliff Ravenscraft. And I am Stephanie Ravenscraft. You're going to hear that again in just a minute. Yes, you are. We are recording the beginning of this episode right after recording the full episode. To let you know some very important information. Exactly. This is our full review of the Harry Potter movie. Uh, Which one was this? The The Half-Blood Prince. Very awesome movie. Which we didn't even talk about the biggest, that we didn't even talk about who the Half-Blood Prince is in the review. Oh my gosh. How can we even call ourselves movie reviewers? I don't know. (laughs) But we talk a lot about this movie, that's for sure. And for those of you who have not yet seen the movie, which uh, at the time we released this should be everybody, we just want to let you know, don't worry, the first 24 minutes of this podcast. Is it 24? It is going to be by the time we're done with this little intro here. The first 24 minutes of this podcast, 100% spoiler free, and then we make it very clear to tell you exactly when to shut things off and come back and pick up right after seeing the movie. And so with seeing the movie, you'll find out who the Half-Blood Prince is, but listening to the review, you will not. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have to go see the movie for yourself. (laughs) All right. Well, anyway. Enjoy. Here's our both non-spoiler and then very spoiler review of Harry Potter, the Half-Blood Prince. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Family from the Heart. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And I'm Cliff Ravenscraft. So we're back with our review of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. The which, movie. The movie, which we've just seen. On Monday evening, July Early. 13th. I know. Don't we, we feel so cool about ourselves? <laughs> I don't know about feeling cool about ourselves, but I feel really cool that that I got to see it. Yes. And not have to wait like several weeks. And and pay for it. So, <laughs> Well, was, yeah. That I was kind of that... nice too. <laughs> and pay for it. So, um, so what? We're going to start. So uh, Cliff put me on the spot and I'm a little tired. Can you tell that I'm like fishing around for what's going on? So what we're going to do is we're going to start out the first portion of this podcast is completely 100% spoiler free. Right. So if you have not yet seen the movie and don't know what's going on, then that's completely fine. We will not say anything spoilerific at all until we're ready to do so. And we will instruct you. And we'll inform you of how long. Yeah. Yeah, we'll when instruct you, know. you when to when to turn this off. And Absolutely. that's why we're recording this not live this week. We're we're not recording this episode live. We're recording it in studio because we don't want anybody to happen along and hear any spoiler stuff that we're going to we're going to share later on in this episode. But with that being said, Stephanie, what can we share with our audience about this movie? Uh from a non-spoiler stance. Okay, first off, it was very good best Harry Potter movie to date would you say would you agree I I think that I would agree I will say now um I think we also need to start by saying that we've we haven't read any books no books at all we have Um, no clue what the books are like although I am going to now that we've seen Half-Blood Prince I'm going to read Deathly Hollows, which is the uh, finale to the series and then I'm going to go back and read them all excellent in chronological order i'm actually interested in that and i wonder if we could re you know you said you're gonna g- grab that at the library i'm going to try to i'll probably be on a waiting list for a while yeah, yeah. i would imagine yeah. 
I, the business I, might just have to, you know, buckle down and fork out the 20 bucks for the paperback. You think so? I do. I wonder if that's available from our sponsor over at Mardell.com. I don't know, but I could go look really quick. You could do that. And uh, while you're doing that, I'll just mention to folks that... Because I know that it's M-A-R-D-E-L.com. And if we, they do have it, of course, we could use promo code GSPN <laughs> right. to get 10% off, as could any of our listeners. Uh, and that's and even if they don't have Harry Potter, which is understandable. They're a Christian bookstore. Right. Uh, but if they don't, uh, anything you do buy from them, by the way, is totally awesome. And it helps support this podcast. So with that out of the way for now, uh, Stephanie, I want to say that, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the first episode or the first movie of Harry Potter. You could call it the first installment. The first installment of the movie. The reason why I like that is because it sets up who Harry Potter is and, and there's so much mystery. Right. But because of, you know, the expanding every time they make a new movie, there is so much more experience on in in making movies with special effects, with uh, directing. You know, they're, they're these the people who are involved in putting the movie together. They're always growing their their expertise in the field. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. And so that because the industry grows and changes. Exactly. Right. And so so when I say it's the best movie to date, I'm very much speaking about the ability for the cinematography to pull me into the story. Mm-hmm. And so by that, I mean, like when when we're seeing a scene in London, I feel so much more like we're in London than than in any other prior experience when we're in the underground you know the 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 wizard only realm or Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call that i feel like i'm really there i feel just as though you know you're watching spider-man and you're going you're you're going through the big city i really feel like that's a real place that they're at is it diagon alley is that yes diagon alley is that is was that diagon alley again Mm-hmm. Okay, so definitely yes. felt like it was there. I want to say that I had a much greater appreciation for Hogwarts this time. the The scenery, the 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 again the re, the the feeling of realness to it. In prior episodes, there have been scenes where obviously they're shooting in a real location that right. that has some of those features. But you could just tell some of that was, you know, computer generated and stuff like that. And obviously this is very, but the computer generated part of these things are getting so much more um, intricate that they really seems realistic. And I, I think it's safe to say that Harry Potter would not be Harry Potter if there were not Quidditch. So. Right. The the actual scenes in this show or in this movie where they have Quidditch is amazing. The the graphics, um, they I, I it, it it's no spoiler here to say that they had a scene or a shot of the Quidditch field that that I will tell you it looked like it looked like a little uh, miniature you know play area and it i'm did. like and i'm like what is this but then all of a sudden they 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 bring you in with some camera angles that make you realize way more than any other movie in the past any other harry potter movie in the past 
makes you appreciate just how huge right. that field I is. I know exactly what scene you're talking about because I remember thinking that just, wow, it's that big. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, that was good. Um, so I'm going to tell you that, that, that Mardell does not have the actual books of Harry Potter. Okay. But they do have a field guide to Harry Potter. And the description of the item says everything you need to know about Harry Potter from plot summaries to refreshing your memory. And um, it, it's $16 at, at Mardell.com. And that's called the field guide to Harry Potter by Colin. Okay. Durez. And, and does it say if it's like a, a like a pro or against or kind of indifferent? No, as far it's as- just kind of, um, let's see, from plot summaries to um, refresh, refresh your memory. Do you remember which book introduces the character of Luna Lovegood um, to a delightful um, glossary of characters, places, spells and special objects? Do you do you know what the spell? OK, I can't say it anyway. It does this book. This book, authored by Colin, I'm going to say Durias, okay, is designed to be an excellent companion to the Harry Potter books. With loads of quotes from interviews, you'll learn all about J.K. Rowling's life and her literary influences, chapters on the um, spirituality of, of Potter, explore the question of how Rowling's faith is reflected in the stories, what she believes about witchcraft, and how the stories fit Christian tradition. Oh, that sounds excellent. So, that, that's and one more time, Stephanie, what is the name of that book? It is... It is the Field Guide to Harry Potter. All right. Not the, it's Field Guide to Harry Potter. All right. And that is available at Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com, GSPN in the shopping cart. Absolutely. All right. So, Stephanie, I, okay. I know one thing that we can talk about without giving away any characters or anything of that nature. Okay. And that is the story of love is in the air. Love was in the air in this, in in this movie, in this installment. And I loved it because I mean, they are growing, they are teenagers now and it made sense. Mm -hmm. It, It made sense. I think that it was very smart to write all of these feelings that they're experiencing that any normal teenager would be experiencing um, at this stage in life. And I, I really loved that part. I think the story, if they did not write in the the type of things, they that would you be just, unusual teenagers. Exactly. It, it would be a kind of, it would actually be a break from reality. Although, hello, this is a fantasy story, right? but it, it but it handled it in a, in a very good way. And might I say that taking my children to see this movie is going to be pretty darn awesome because yeah. I think it handles that theme or those themes in a very mature way. Absolutely. And one thing that I was telling you in the car on the way home is that they actually talk about the difference between being in love and being infatuated with a person. Yes, they did. And, and I really liked that. Mm-hmm. I did. I was very proud of it. Um, I have to say this was the funniest yeah. movie of all of the Harry Potters. We laughed out loud a lot. Yeah, we did. And I enjoyed that. I mean, there were things that the whole, you mean the whole theater was just laughing mm-hmm. and that was, that was fun. Yeah. Um, I, I love that. And I know there, there was a lady that was just a couple seats down from us. Um, who has read all the books. And so she's like, I know I'm going to be sitting here, you know, picking the movie apart and just and all that. And I'm, I said, I'm kind of glad that I haven't read the book yet. 
I really am because I can watch it and I can appreciate the the movie for what they have made it to be. Mm-hmm. Now I can go back and read the book and enjoy the book for the way the story was meant to be. Sure. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, but we were also sitting by um, by a friend of ours, Ryan, who had never seen any of them, never read any of the books, didn't know anything that was going on and had a hard time keeping up. He's like, I'm trying to find out who's good and who's evil. And, you know, I don't know what's going on. And we're like, yeah, you should go back and watch. (laughs) You know, you need to go back and watch the first five movies. Exactly. No doubt. Yep. And uh, so that was that was very good. The other thing here is that there are some familiar characters and I love the fact that they bring back familiar characters uh, and and that have been a consistent theme throughout yes uh, we have the one friend that you always say you love what's his Neville name? Neville I love him Neville, I do Neville does not play nearly as he's not as central. big a part in this movie as he was in Order of the Phoenix but he but is, he's there he's definitely there absolutely um, also we have several teachers we won't mention who at this point into this episode, mm-hmm. but it, it is fun to watch, you know, all, you know, the, there's still time when you just don't know which of these teachers are good, which of these teachers are bad. Right. And, and I, I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. There is, you know, one of the things that we had mentioned, I don't know if we just talked about this off air or if we talked about this in a prior episode, I think we talked about it last week. Okay. On family from the heart when we mentioned that we were going to see Harry Potter, but just the, the, you know, the hands-on training kind yes. of thing. Yes. And I, I just want to say it was awesome. If, if you have the opportunity, was that on family from the heart or was that on full-time mom? It was full-time mom. You're full-time right. Mom. Yeah. So, Oh, by the way, if you're listening <laughs> to this, uh, we just want to say that we, we actually came to an official decision that we are not launch. I know last week on family from the heart, we did mention that we are launching a separate podcast called GSPN at the movies. We have officially decided not to do that. And instead we are going to include movie reviews here in family from the heart. And it just made more sense for us to be able to do that rather than have the additional commitment, especially the kind of movies that we're going to be seeing. Yes. You know, I think that that, that makes great sense. Yeah. And if there's a movie that's not appropriate for Family from the Heart, then there will be there other will be a place for th- it. We have right? other podcasts where yeah. those it's things can like be discussed. It's not like we have a shortage of podcasts around here. Exactly. But fa- family family you can you can be rest assured that we're going to see a lot of family friendly movies I, and those will be covered here. I'm not looking for a chance to plug your new show, okay? Okay. But I can um friendly related uh conversation while we were waiting for the movie to start you said to our friends hey um i'm i'm gonna launch a new a a new podcast and they said so what's it gonna be called i don't have time for another podcast i thought that was funny that was funny that That was just funny yeah we there is gonna there gspn at the movies is not going to happen it's not gonna happen but there is another podcast coming your way exactly and in fact uh if you're interested out there and you want to know it is going to be called Social media. Uh, I'm thinking. Hold on. Social media serenity. Serenity. Yes. Social social media serenity. Yep. And I'm going to be joined by Eric Fisher, a longtime member of the GSPN.TV community. And it was his idea for this podcast, and it it was right in line with something I've always wanted to do. And and uh, he's going to do a lot of the work behind of it behind it. And uh, I'm going to do all the production work and co-hosting with him, and it's going to be a great show. So 
all about Twitter, Facebook, and all that good stuff. So coming soon to gspn.tv, actually this week even, Thursday at 11 a.m. <laughs> Eastern time. <laughs> all right, so. All right. Um, what else was there that we can talk about in the- um, There was a lot, a lot of um, British slang. Yes. Which I loved. Now, I don't know if all the kids that are going to see it are going to pick up on it, but I really enjoyed it. This one, this, this movie, now, I mean, with the whole, you know, Ron going around saying, you know, bloody L, I, I, I think is safe <laughs> for me to say, uh, the, you know, there was always a little distinctness, but the, the British accents in this particular movie seemed a little bit stronger. I know what I was saying before. Okay, what were you If you have before? the opportunity before you go see this movie to go and see all the prior movies in like a little marathon, it is awesome. It because is. Because we did that. I love that we were so caught up going in. Yeah. Yeah. This movie seemed to move in a much uh, faster pace than say the the one with the snake with Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. That 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 movie kind of moved a little slow for me. Yeah, this one seemed to be have a very fast pace it did. to it. It did. Yeah, and it, did. it so, moved well. It it moved very well, especially considering the length of it. I mean, it's like two hours and twenty four minutes. Was that what it was? Yeah. yeah. And it. I oh. when it ended, I did not want it to end. It was no. one of those movies. Yeah, and it's like I could just sit here for another three hours and be <laughs> completely involved in this world, and it's fun and enjoyable to watch. I really, I really like being involved in that world. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, so it was just for like two and a half hours every night last week and and tonight, but it's. It's fun, and I I love that it's something that we can share with our kids, and you know we're not, um, I um, what I I, I don't know what I'm trying to say right now. You know th- what this reminds me of is, and and, it, and it's the whole idea, and I know that movies don't invoke your evoke your uh, imagination nearly yeah. as much as reading a book, right? Although this, I think, really does. I, I, I really do believe that you can get caught up and swept up into that. And, I, and of course, everything with, you know, moderation, obviously. But with that, it reminds me of the times that we sat down and, and read The Magician's Nephew. Right. With the kids. And didn't we read the one right after that? Um, Lion, Witch, and the War of mm-hmm. We read those two books to the kids. Right. Uh, Matthew and Megan, anyway. And that was such an enjoyable experience to sit down and, and, and to turn down all the lights and to read those stories, which, by the way, I think I want to I want to have more book reading time with the family. Mm-hmm. And now that I have Kindle on the iPhone, it would make it so much easier. See, I'm a page turner. I, I can't. Well, then I'll you read. know, I read the shack on. Well, that's not fair. <laughs> I read better. <laughs> that's just a fact. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to insult you. No, I no, um, no offense taken there. Okay, but um, what was I going to say? You, you're oh, a page. I, I tried to read the shack on on the Kindle on my iPhone, and and I did, but it just didn't it just didn't work for me. I got gotcha. you. I'm you know, okay. I want to smell the paper. I want to get a paper cut. I I want to I want to dog ear my page. I'm I'm a page turner. You can dog ear your page on the Kindle. Well, but it's not the same. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. But you know but I mean? anyway, the, here that's what I'm saying though is that that there's something about 
getting into a good story. Let's let's and that way it doesn't matter if it's a book or a movie right. or whatever. But there's something about a good story and and I just want to stress that I feel completely comfortable by just pure entertainment. Right. And and you know, I really feel like we are blessed in a way. And of course, this blessing could be a curse if if it becomes <laughs> something that is so, something that we focus too much attention right. on. I, I I sincerely believe that at times this our home is filled with too much television and mm-hmm. inter- entertainment. I and, agree with you. And I believe that, you know, we're going to address some of those things here. But with with that being said, there is times when I feel like it's okay to unplug and, and to take a break from this breakneck speed life that we live in and just really involve ourselves in a story. And that's what Harry Potter right. does for me. I, I really enjoy it. I do. Um, one thing that I really enjoy is that they're building upon each other. Like there's a whole story to tell here. And, you know, even though you feel like you've got, you know, I don't feel like the movies end with a cliffhanger. You know, they, they do come to a closure. Um, but you know that the story's not yet finished. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. And, and it, it does. It, each one seems to complete like a school year. Yeah. You know, and it, well, it, yeah, it has, absolutely. A, it has a clear one. beginning and an end and and has and I love that they they've written that because it has it has a clear understanding of why there is it is the beginning and why we pick you know why right. we end at the end you know and of course you know I know that um, J.K. Rowling has said that she is not going to write more stories but there's so much more that could be done so much more not continuing on the story right but telling the thing the story of what happened between these years and. The I don't summer know. breaks, you know. Yeah, but. I don't know. I doubt. I doubt that that will happen. But with that being said, it it it, it the beginning the the story is complete. At the same time, you know it's going to continue. Right. Although I will say, at this one had more of a cliffhanger for me than prior yeah. movies did. So is that your segue into? Yeah, into I our th- non-spoiler talk. I mean, is there anything else that we really could? Uh, yeah, I think, I think that that pretty much covers our non-spoiler talk, which, uh, puts us at 20 and a half minutes. So right around 21 minutes into the episode, I think it's time for us to turn into, uh, more, uh, review now for folks who have seen the movie. Okay. Obviously, as we're releasing that, that is no one other than (laughs) maybe Anna Snyder, by the way, who went out and saw it. And I apologize, Anna. She was going to send something for this episode, but we had decided to just to do it right while it was fresh in our minds. Exactly. We're and initial so, reaction kind of people. So, Anna, <laughs> what we will do is we w- if you send in your thing, we will play it in next week's show as, yeah. as kind of a reaction. However, um, for those of you who have not yet seen this movie, we're going to invite you to go ahead and uh, go to Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com and, and buy the field guide. Mm-hmm. To Harry Potter. Which, from our friend Ryan, if you haven't seen it yet, you clearly need. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so so do that. Use promo code GSPN at the checkout. No. And go ahead and pause this recording or stop this recording in as soon as I'm finished with this uh, thought here. And come back after seeing the movie. Right. And, and basically, you'll just forward right into like 22, 22 and a half, 23 and a half minutes into this episode and you'll be able to pick up with us after you have now seen the movie. Yes. So with that being said, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> 
All right. So. So where do you want to start? I think we should go to Wikipedia. Okay. And I, they have, uh, it, now there are two different entries for Harry Potter and the Half-Blood I think Prince. we should read the film. Okay. Um, you're wanting to read the plot, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, I definitely think we should stick with the film because it is different from the book. Okay. It is. So we're not going to read the plot from the book to talk about how the movie was maybe different? Well, couldn't we do that at a different time when we actually read the book? I suppose. Okay. I'm not going to read the book, but that's fine. It's uh, different well, than what we talked about. I am. And the and the plot from the book is going it goes into more details and has names whereas it, the one from the movie has hardly anything. Well, it has the plot of the movie and then it has the characters the cast underneath okay and who each character is and what it okay can we just you do whatever you want to do babe <laughs> you want to read the plot from the movie so go ahead right all right okay go ahead oh you want me to do I it do. I want even you though to read. you read better i'll read the second paragraph oh my goodness emboldened by the return of lord voldemort the debt Death Eaters are wreaking havoc in both muggle and wizarding worlds. And Hogwarts is no longer the safe haven it once was. Harry suspects that the new dangers may lie within the castle. But Dumbledore is more intent upon preparing him for the final battle that he knows is fast approaching. He needs Harry to help him uncover a vital key to unlocking Voldemort's defenses, critical information known only to Hogwarts' former potions professor, Horace Slughorn. With that in mind, Dumbledore manipulates his old colleague into returning to his previous post with promises of more money, a bigger office, and the chance to teach the famous Harry Potter. Meanwhile, the students are under attack from a very different adversary as teenage hormones rage across the ramparts. <laughs> okay, Harry's long friendship with um, Jenny Weasley is growing into something deeper, but standing in the way is Jenny's boyfriend, Dean Thomas, not to mention her big brother, Ron. But Ron's got romantic entanglements of his own to worry about with Lavender Brown lavishing her affections on him, leaving Hermione simmering with jealousy yet determined not to show her feelings. And then a box of love potion laced chocolates ends up in the wrong hands and and changes everything. As romance blossoms, one student remains aloof with far more important matters on his mind. He is determined to make his mark I'll be a dark one. Love is in the air, but tragedy lies ahead, and Hogwarts may never be the same again. All righty. So where shall we begin? Where shall we begin? Um, What was your favorite part? Like, overall, uh, absolute favorite part. I want to begin there. All right. So my favorite part of this movie probably were the scenes between... Believe it or not, it, it, it sounds cheesy, but it was the scenes between... Jenny Weasley and Harry Potter. Any scene where the two of them yeah. look at each other. I, you eye can to tell. Eye. I know that I. Okay. First off, they're, they're very young actors to begin with. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly they've been acting for a while, but they're still, they're young people is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that they're very good at 
because it's just a look. It it really is. It's just a look. It's the way he stands when she walks into a room. It's it's very beautiful, and I love it. Mm-hmm. it it's it's acted out and portrayed extremely well. It is, and and it, and it's fun to to see that story. And I was a little upset at the end of the movie that you know they really didn't take that into a complete well-rounded you know they're together kind of feeling well i think that that honestly i think that that is because harry still thinks that he is in this alone Mm -hmm. i honestly i think that that is that is what why it has not felt that way like they're together yet right you know but i think that he well, I'm pretty sure that at the end of every movie, Hermione has told him, you need us, you know, we're part of this too. And, um, and if it hasn't been every movie, then it's most definitely been like the last four. <laughs> but, um, so I, I think that that is why I think that it is, it is Harry not letting himself open up to Right. Does, am I making he feels any like, sense? Yeah, he okay. feels like, you know, I can't get involved because right. I don't want to hurt her because I may not be around. That, exactly. that kind of feeling. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. So That makes sense. But I love the scene with them um, when they were fighting the Death Eaters. Well, I guess they weren't technically fighting, but defending themselves. And um, they they ended up on this little, it wasn't quite an island, but this little patch of land in the middle of, of like a... Um, like a cornfield almost pretty much or was it a wheat field i can't I don't remember know. i think it was a wheat field but um but when when they're standing there together even though they're not making eye contact you just they're both protecting the other yes. you know and it i it was beautiful yeah and and you were saying in the car on the way home that you feel like that there was that one scene where they're standing and defending themselves together and you felt like that is... You it know, felt and, like it's a glimpse of what's to come. Yes, yeah, like that the, they're going to be fighting side by side. Absolutely. They're a team whether they know it or not. Right. That that was the feeling that I got. Yes. And I'll know when I go and read Deathly Hollows if my theory is correct. Exactly. But um, so I, I, I agree with you. I really love that that whole part of the movie. Right. Um, I think my... One of my absolute favorite parts was when um, Ron is in the hospital. And, of course, he's got the other girlfriend. What was her name? Lavender. And um, so she rushes in to see him. But he says Hermione's name. And, you know, Jenny and Harry are like, finally. But yes. then Ron wakes up and doesn't remember. A thing, yes. Yes. You know? But I love that Hermione and Harry didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I thought that that was they're still going to let him come to it on his own. Yeah. Yeah. Although Harry should be a good friend and give him a hint. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Poor if his guy. mind wasn't elsewhere, he, he could yeah, yeah focus on that. So um, I I'm, I am looking at the book uh, okay the synopsis here okay and I I just want to read this did you I did not know this I did not pick this up from the story but did you know that the girl whom you couldn't remember what her name is uh, one of the bad I guess Death Eaters is actually Malfoy's mom Draco, no Draco's it's, mom it's um it's Draco's aunt. aunt 
She was also Sirius's cousin. Okay. Cousin. We saw her on the wall in his house in okay. Order of the Phoenix. Because l- let me read this to okay. you. And, and, and maybe you're right. Because, But this is what I'm reading here in the, in the Wikipedia. It says, in the second chapter, Professor Snape appearing to have rejoined the Death Eaters as Lord and Lord Voldemort is revisit is visited by her name is Narcissa 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 is that sound right Narcissa Malfoy and Balatrix Lestrange Lestrange right. a terrified Narcissa tells Snape that her son Draco right so it is that her hap- son no that happened in the beginning she is. Um, Bellatrix is the one who killed Sirius Black, who is the one who we saw okay. in the in the movie. She is is Draco's aunt. She is the oh. sister of Draco's mom. And the two of them went to Snape in the ah. beginning and performed the binding. Okay, agreement. I gotcha. Yes. Okay. So okay. So basically the whole thing is Snape uh, Professor Snape has made this vow. Uh, uh, this unbreakable vow that she is going, that he is going to carry out whatever it is Draco is is assigned to do. Assigned to do, should even, he not be able to accomplish it himself? Right, and of course, I'm assuming through the entire movie that this is, you know, that he, that Draco is supposed to kill Harry Potter. See, I really don't understand how that could be the assumption that you would come to because in Order of the Phoenix, if you were paying attention, they said that um, Voldemort and Harry can only, like, one of them will kill the other. Right. And so, so I thought that Voldemort was going to get to get to and kill Harry through through Draco. Okay, but you said you thought when we were in the movie theater, you said you thought Draco was assigned to kill Harry. Yeah. Okay. Well, same thing. But I think that, yeah. Yeah. Under the influence of of Voldemort. Okay. Or yeah, whatever. Okay. But see, I think that Voldemort has to kill him himself. Okay. I I see what the meaning was behind what happened in. But see, I think you're tainted because you were spoiled before you went and saw the movie. I did know who was going to die. So therefore, you knew when you saw all of those scenes, you knew ahead of time that at the end of this movie, and if you have not stopped because there are spoilers in this, you should uh, now. You should now. (laughs) So you knew before the movie credits or before the uh, starting credits that that Dumbledore was going to be the one who got killed in the end. I was. But I will say... You should have known by like, yeah, at least th- fifty minutes into the movie, you yes. should have known. There were two things in. There were two things that led up to this. That dog cliff. How could you have missed them? <laughs> I you agree even with said you. Said in the car, you're like, well, now that you're telling me, it makes sense. Yeah. But. So, so the the fact that you know there was the bottle of wine that um, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Slughorn. Slughorn. That was going. Yeah, horse Slughorn was going to give to Dumbledore and then there that Ron was Ron drank and that's how Ron ended up in the hospital. Exactly. And then also there was the necklace that the one girl had a curse put on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, a to, hex put on her. Yes. The curse was put on the necklace. Okay. So it, it they said that she was cursed Dumbledore. though. Yeah. No. So. All right. Fine. So okay. sorry. No. But anyway, I I I did over I, I th- those completely flew <laughs> I don't under. Know how they you were overlooked those at they all. flew right under the radar, and I was just sitting there enjoying the movie. And when you know, it, it wasn't until the end when 
Harry was told to go down below and all of a sudden, you know, that okay. it, it became, well, okay, this is clear that Dumbledore is going to be the one that dies here. So one thing that I love that even though we're six movies in now into the story is that um, Professor State is still mysterious. Yes. Severance Snape is still mysterious all the way through. Mm-hmm. And they really have you thinking in this movie that, okay, he's actually, he's actually working for the Dark Lord. He, he is, he is playing for the other side, which is so unfair because he was, he was always one of my favorite characters. And so halfway through this movie, I'm, I'm like ready to write him off, you know, kill Snape. I don't care. (laughs) But, um, but there's one scene that leads me to believe there's one scene that happened in the movie that leads me to the belief that um, Snape is not working for the Dark Lord again, but is in fact um, loyal to Dumbledore to the end. And um, that is when they're in the tower and um, Dumbledore says to him that you agreed to this and, you know, and they're, they're kind of, they're talking and then Harry comes in or, they yeah. hear here whatever um i i believe it, it it's of my opinion opinion that um dumbledore and snape made a a an agreement an agreement that um severance would kill dumbledore to save malfoy from having to do it yes to keep his soul clean yes and um and I really like that. I do too. I, too. I I believe that that was the the foreknowledge and that agreement was done even before Snape made the vow, the unbreakable vow. Vow, right? I think he was able to make the unbreakable vow because he had made the agreement. Yes, with Dumbledore. That's my opinion there. And so there was two scenes. One is that you know there there was the scene where you talked about where. Dumb, uh, where Snape says, you know, and, and Dumbledore says, well, you, you, you promised. agreed to you this, agreed right, to this right. and and whatever it takes. And and so and obviously you could tell he did not want to. No, he didn't. But he did it because he agreed. So there was that. And then there was when Harry Potter was telling um, the the folks from the Order of the Phoenix, you know, that, hey, he made this unbreakable vow and he and Snape is it's like, listen, no. no, maybe there's more to this picture that you then don't. you're not. Seeing. And that was a second clue. It's like right. so, so some some very subtle things or not so subtle things may have flown under my radar. This one did not. <laughs> right. So I still believe firmly I believe and I'm willing to be wrong in the last two installments right. are they going to really do two movies for the next absolutely book? they are excellent um, I'm like I'm liking that Deathly Hollows is like an 1100 page book okay great um which I could finish in roughly 18 hours if I was uninterrupted um <laughs> so don't interrupt me um they are going to make it into two parts. The first one will be out in November mm-hmm. of um, 2010, and the second will be out in June of 2011. I believe that it's because this one came out in June. So, yeah, it's November and then June. And it will be Deathly Hollows part one and part two. Gotcha. I saw a um, an interview online that asked um, Rupert Grint, who plays Ron, mm-hmm. um, it, it was this this young um, 
this young person, I don't remember if they were a boy or girl, but asked, um, you know, I just said, I just recently learned that a movie's not filmed in chronological order. So how, how is, um, is it difficult for you to stay in the mood of the character when you're jumping from scene to scene, you know, because you could film a fight scene one day and a love scene the next, you know, when you're jumping around, you could, well, the thing is, me? yeah, they have the ability to, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish. They have the ability that uh, the, the convenience of knowing that the whole story, I'm sure that they've all read all the books, yeah, but that's not what it okay, was. Go ahead. It was about, you know, is it hard to move your mind from, okay, this character is doing this here, but I need to be this over here. Mm-hmm. And so he, he said that, you know, they, sometimes it can be difficult. He said, like now, we're filming Deathly Hollows, and we're filming scenes from part one and from part two. And so it's hard to to know where it's going. Right. Like they're filming so much, but they don't know where it's going. So they right. are being filmed back to back. Right. Well, pretty much at the same time. Well, that's good. But the filming started a few weeks ago. Okay. Something. I don't remember when filming started. but. So another thing that I really enjoyed about this is seeing Tom Riddle again. And I really loved the scenes where Dumbledore allows Harry Potter to see, to see the memories. To see the memories. Yeah. That was cool. I, I really enjoyed those flashback scenes to to seeing, gosh, to see all these younger people, to see yeah. a younger, younger Dumbledore, yeah. to see a younger, um, who else did we see? Tom Riddle. We saw Tom Riddle. We but saw didn't we see um, somebody else that um, was younger? Professor as, Slughorn. Yes. Um, Horace. And, um, I think that's, uh, yeah, that may be it because it was the triangle of those three that they were trying to figure out that memory. Yeah. Um, so we had a little drug reference, you know, Harry is under the influence of a uh, lucky, a lucky potion. Oh yes. And, um, he was hilarious. Mm -hmm. Hilarious. I mean, they really did a good job of. Of portraying that, I mean, it was funny. It w- that was that's one of those parts of the movie where we just really just laughed. Laughed. It was hilarious. How he says, you know, where um, and it Horace says, you you know, I can't let you run a, you know run out by himself. Yeah. By all means, join me. By all means, join me. I mean, it, it was really just, was funny. He was just he's definitely he was he was certain where he was going, and that's that, right. Nothing was going to stop it him. It was great. Um, so I I liked that. It was funny. Um, the what else was I going to say? I don't remember. Talk about something because I don't remember what I was going to say. Well, I was going to say something else, but now I can't remember. <laughs> um, a lot of good we are. Collected memories that I was I was going to say something around okay. that, but I can't remember now. All right. It's totally gone. So love potion. Uh, oh, um, I know what I was going to say. Uh, the, the lucky potion. Yes. I love the lucky potion uh, where... You know, supposedly he had put it in Ron's. Right. So do you think that he worked that out with Luna before to say something? Yes. Yeah, to bring it up. I think so. Because that would be something that she would do. Yes. Um, That Ron basically had this, you know, this feeling. Right. And here we are thinking that. It's about how confidence really is in the mind. Yes. You know, and because he thought that he had this lucky potion, then he performed in in the Quidditch game, you know. Amazingly, absolutely, yeah. Because he he before he had booster. thought he had that he, his confidence was yeah. he had no confidence. Well, and he even said he was going to give up his spot. Yep. To 
to the other guy. Um, so I did. I really did like that. I like when um, Hermione calls Harry out on it. And she, mm-hmm. You could get kicked out for this, you know. And he's like, it's no different than whatever spell she had. She had um, done a spell to make Ron actually make the team. And she's like, well, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was so. So we learned that Lord Voldemort, uh, Voldemort, he who really wasn't in. The, they didn't show him. No. Did, yeah. So but they did basically share with us that, you know, the diary was not the only thing that was, quote unquote, keeping yes, him alive. I liked that. That we find out that there was this dark art called Horcruxes. Horcruxes, or I think is what they're called. And that there were seven, that, that he could split his soul into seven pieces and put. Horcruxes. Yeah. It's like a. Yeah. It's okay. So anyway, okay. seven pieces mm-hmm. and, and, and they can be in any kind of so inanimate is seven objects. Like as high as he could go. Like he can. I only- think so. That was, that was my understanding. Okay. Uh, and they've already Two have already been destroyed, which one was... Uh, one was a ring and one was the, the diary. Exactly. The and they recovered the locket, but they found that the locket was not really the the Horcrux. Right, that, that it was somebody, a fake. Somebody else had already found it and was hiding it or something mm-hmm. like that. So, anyway. Now, in the movie, it was seven, but here in the book, it says... Um, in the plot for the book, it's... Oh, okay. It is attached... While leaving a seventh piece of it, in okay. The body. So yeah. it's a seventh. Okay. So there are. So he has to find. So the the they have window, to find six. They have to find the six. Seventh is in his body, which was which died obviously. Okay. Right? Didn't he die? He Except did. for his immortal yeah. six yeah. parts of his soul. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. All righty, and then uh, let's see. After seeing Harry cast an un unusual curse uh somebody like malfoy so let's talk about malfoy for a minute you know there he is a character that from the very beginning just gets on my nerves right he is a little he's always thought he's better yes he's always had this i'm better than everyone else attitude and he's always been the biggest whiny baby he really is although i really did like seeing him in the bathroom crying because he really really was torn about what he had done what he had to do yeah what he had to do i liked that and i and i think also what he had done okay i think he felt real remorse for the girl for the girl okay yeah i think that that's what led him to run and cry i agree with you so so that was good to see but i i will tell you that just the you know you look at harry potter this 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 boy or young man now uh, has so much courage, so much maturity, and Mal- Malfoy is a whining, sniveling little <laughs> creepy little kid. <laughs> anyway, and 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 I just think you know, it's like, but I I'm starting. I did like to to see. I think he's jealous of Harry too. Yeah, I, yeah. I, absolutely. Oh gosh, all the attention that he gets yeah. when he goes into a bookstore absolutely. in diagonally. Yeah, there's no question that boy is jealous. You know, it's like you don't Have understand. You met his dad? Yeah, I mean, seriously, <laughs> his dad's messed up. Uh, so there was, gosh, there was a name in this that reminded me of 
of uh, Lord of the Rings. What was that? Do you remember? Well, didn't they? It wasn't. Um, it wasn't the same name. It was like one syllable. Well, off no, see, I thought that I thought that um, Hagrid spider was named Argon, wasn't it? The, Argon? The, it, yeah, that's what I thought. They said Ar- Argon. Okay. But it wasn't Argon. It was okay. it was something else. It was something else. Yeah. Okay. It, was, it was like the very end was not the on. It was. Okay. So. All right. Well, that's Argard. what I. Yeah. I thought that that's what they had. Yeah. It's like, you can't be doing that. <laughs> Come on. Well, I'm sure you could go back to to that book, which would be. Yeah. um chamber of secrets and find out yeah what its name was anyway um you know i i just overall i think this movie was very good i i really good. enjoyed it yeah and uh it looks like there's a little pre-release controversy like do you mind if we read that real quick here no that's fine this well, is, are you back guess, on the film I'm, no or? i think i'm on the on the book You're but still let me on the book? yeah let me go to the film because i think i saw something no, I, I didn't see any pre-release thing there. So I have a question for you. In the very beginning, um, oh, under the movie, there's actually a a, um, a spot called "Differences from the Book." Oh well, let's read. Let's just read that. Okay. But hold on, before we do, um, now what was I going to say? Mm-hmm. Please tell me. Okay, in the very beginning of the movie, it starts with. Um, the Death Eaters, they go and they capture someone. Yeah, who did they capture? Because I don't remember. And they cover remember. his face, but did they ever... I don't know that they ever showed. Well, here, let's so see. If I go back was, to the story here. Uh, the de- And the Death Eaters commit crimes in both magical blah, blah, blah. In the second... No. Uh, see, oh, wait, yeah. Okay. Well, it says, in bo- it says, Minister of Magic Cornelius Fudge is replaced by Rufus. Yes. Uh, but it doesn't say in here who it was that they who whose store they went in and took away right so i i don't know because i didn't read the book okay all right um i'm going to read the book so i'll i'll know eventually okay so do you want me to read this yeah read the differences from the book okay how's that there are a number of changes from the book in the film much of the book's ending um has been changed I knew this from talking with my brother. Um, with the climatic battle and Dumbledore's funeral being removed, Heyman um, commented that the end battle was removed to avoid repetition with the forthcoming adaptation of Deathly Hollows. The funeral, what the funeral was removed as it was believed. It did not fit with the rest of the film. The collapse of a muggle bridge mentioned briefly in the book serves as the film's opening sequence. Scenes from Diagon Alley um, being demolished by Death Eaters and an attack on the burrow by um, Bellatrix. Is it Lestrange? Yeah. Okay. And werewolf um, Fenwer Greyback are added as can be seen in the trailers. All but two of the memory scenes, including that of the Gaunts, have been cut. Only the flashbacks of Tom Riddle at the orphanage and Riddle asking Slughorn about... Um, Horcruxes? Yes. Um, Horcruxes shown twice remain. Okay. Yates said they made the decision to compress the memories, but still got some real cool ones. Characters are um, characters who are cut include um, the Dursleys, which I pointed out to you. This was the first time we didn't see the evil aunt and uncle. Yeah, which I'm glad. I'm I done. Know, with I was them. tired of them. They're boring. Yeah. Um, is it creature? 
Mm-hmm. Who was Creature? I have no idea. Dobby. He wasn't okay. in the last movie. But Dobby. We haven't seen him since. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was that. Was that the chamber? I don't or know. Or is that prisoner? I don't remember now. It's got to be the chamber. Okay. Um, Because that's the one with the. That's the one with the diary. I'm okay. sorry. I no, just need to know. Okay, Dobby. Um, Bill and Fleur. Um, Rufus. Somebody. <laughs> okay. Would Cornelius you, Fudge. Yes, Cornelius Fudge and the Muggle Prime Minister. So I guess all of them are. All right. However, Quidditch being excluded from the previous film returns. Although um, Quidditch wasn't in the last movie. No. How did I miss that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Bellatrix Lestrange will also participate in the battle of the astronomy tower, whereas she did not in the book, as seen in a picture with the Caros and Greyback celebrating uh, Dumbledore's death. In the book, on the Hogwarts Express, after he is paralyzed and hidden under his invisibility cloak by Draco Malfoy, Harry is rescued by... Nymphadora Talk. Yes, what he said. And in the film, Luna Lovegood saves him instead using her um, spectrospect. Yeah. Spectrospect. Yes, which is what I was trying to say um, to find him. Exactly. Yes. Very cool. It it was an excellent movie. I loved it. And I cannot wait to take our kids to see it. Exactly. All righty. have to save up. Yes, indeed. I, I that and you know what uh, the good news is that we were there at the Newport on the levee and we noticed that on Saturdays and Sundays if you go before noon all seats are five dollars. That's really cool. That is very cool. Yeah, you know that that makes it almost affordable to almost take almost affordable. Almost affordable. <laughs> Still twenty five bucks. I'm bearing forty five. You know. But anyway, I I think overall, this is a family movie that I think that, you know, as long as your family isn't opposed to witches and warlocks and all that other stuff, which I, you know, that, that, you know, honestly, I'm not going to say anything if you are, if you're against that stuff, then obviously that that's cool. And then this isn't a movie for you. Right. But uh, if you're, if the um, fantasy land of an, uh, and, and telling a tale of a great story is something you're interested in. There's no sex. Um, you know, th- th- this is, I believe this is a very safe movie for for the family to go. In fact, we'll take McKenna yeah, when we go. We the, in And McKenna's four, so they, I really don't even see an issue with that. Mm-mm. So, that for us, you know, and again, all of this stuff is way depending upon, you know, what your comfortable with letting your family see so don't take us as you know a, a stamp of approval for all ages um but yeah we're that's what that's how we feel about it just ourselves right and uh again uh, one more time thank you mardell.com m-a-r-d-e-l.com use promo code gspn in the shopping cart it really does help us out here at gspn.tv i cannot tell you during these days of the slow economy, how much the check that we receive on a monthly basis from Mardell really does mean to us. And you know what? It would not be coming in today had you guys not in the past purchased your goods, whether they be Christian books, Christian CDs, Christian movies, uh, homeschooling materials, and also Sunday school supplies 
I mean, all, all kinds of teaching materials. Just browse their store and, and see if anything looks good to you. Fill your shopping cart up. Use promo code GSPN. Get 10% off and uh, help us at the end of this additional. This is our third six-month round with them. And I would love it at the end of the six months to once again get a note that says, hey, it's time for us to sign a new contract. We'd love to continue on. And that would be awesome. So anyway, thank you guys very much for listening to Family from the Heart. If you uh, go and see Harry Potter, please feel free to leave us your voice feedback and let us know what you thought about the movie. Uh, And if you are a diehard Harry Potter fan and we left out something you think that we should should cover, feel free to let us know. And then next week, who knows what we'll be talking about, but I'm sure it's going to be fun and we invite you to join us and we should be back live once again next week uh and until next time we invite you to join Join the the community. community